Hello again. As the COVID restrictions lift, and of course, at some point, we do have to sort of plough on with this. It's life. It's ironic that the BA2 variant of the COVID virus is now having a final fling. It seems to be just everywhere at the moment. Thankfully, for the most part, not a serious infection. Uh, for some, though, um, the characteristic of the virus is there to deceive. So we are still seeing lots of quite severe illness arising from previously thought secure origins. Much like flu, though, uh, but not really like flu. So please, don't be unkind and uncaring in the face of COVID popping up in family, friends, colleagues, workmates. I know it's boring, but it's not going away anytime soon. For some, it's a really nasty thing with potentially longer-term health outcomes. To this end, the restrictions, although lifting, inform us too with what looks like sensible advice about things to do or wear during this transition period. After flow test for visiting communal healthcare settings, with the continuing requirement to wear a face mask in such establishments. Other than that, if your lateral flow is positive and your COVID struck down, then continue to report it. Stay at home until 48 hours until the worst of your symptoms pass. Then if really striding out, please wear a face mask shopping or similar. Inform your relevant contacts of your positive test, ideally, although this is not now a legal requirement. Daily cases bulletins, I believe, are being phased out, reduced to a weekly one. It's an overall guidance process, not a daily update will morph from this. Now, patients are, for the most part, hmm, to a listening GP ear, understandably, absolutely fed up, I have to say, with the present state of our service. On many fronts, Access to services, waiting lists, casualty waiting times. It's a commonly muttered mantra. Outpatient appointments, waiting times for GP appointments, the phone system, a constant annoyance too. The cork is truly now off the bottle. With pent-up healthcare demand, it's as simple as that. But the services have had two years or more of restrictions and difficulty and continue thus to have, relatively speaking, these in some places. So the opening up socially now hits the practical detail of how we claw ourselves back to an acceptable health status. Ensuring some fireworks, no doubt, along the line. Meantime though, I note the NHS has now approved a second injectable treatment for obesity for those, well, with a serious health risk from this condition. Last year it licensed this thing called Saxenda or Laraglutide. Now it's added semaglutide. Hmm, I know, sounds technical. Huh? These are two so-called GLP-1s. Um, a glucogen-like peptide 1 receptor agonist. A mouthful indeed. These injections given once a week are presently a treatment for type 2 diabetes in certain individuals. And the new licensing means these are not just for the non-diabetics, but uh, those who are pre-diabetic, who have a BMI, body mass index, who are over 35, or less for those themselves, Asia, for example, who are at high risk anyway, and have other significant risk factors such as high blood pressure, high blood fats, etc. This form of treatment being really the first new kid on the block um, for obesity treatments for about a decade. Remember all this stat? Hmm. Yeah, possibly not. Hmm. Fat buster. Taken as a capsule, up to three times a day, partially blocking fat in your diet absorption. So, you eat a nice fatty meal, and after taking an Olistat, an ooh, lovely 
Crampy Tummy, followed by Yellow Diarrhea. Nice. It worked for some, but it wasn't that popular, understandably. And wasn't that repeated that often, so it's there, but it's not often requested nowadays. New injectables, however, are significantly meatier therapies, so expect a tier 3 billing here. In other words, for specialists prescribe only, probably nobles then. Not cheap either, but not too expensive. Hence, they'll be in the firing line. <laughs> in our confusing struggles, our continuing struggles with obesity, post-COVID. Many have ballooned. I can see that from my surgery chair over the past two years. So there's lots to be done. But there's so much else going on. It's just another notch, I suppose, in life's totem pole. So next week, cheerio.